welcome, welcome to IBTV. I am joined by my good uh, imaginary friend. That's what I call my Facebook <laughs> friends and virtual friends, Court Robinson. How are you today, Court? I'm fine. How are you today? I am pretty good. Uh, holidays are full with turkey and other things. <laughs> I feel like the holidays are like an excuse just to eat poorly. Like I ate poorly on Thanksgiving, and then I mm-hmm. ate the leftovers that evening. And then, like, I've been feeling like I want to eat poorly, <laughs> like, the rest of the weekend, too. <laughs> yeah, um, at the beginning of this month, just in preparation for Thanksgiving and, um, you know, the Christmas eating that we'll be doing as well, um, I joined this group where um, we work out for the next 60 days. And, um, you know, we have our rest days and everything, but we have to work out, and we have to be conscious of what we're doing and what we're eating. So of course, we know Thanksgiving, we're going to throw down. But we want to yeah, make sure we kind of care right to have we win. Yeah, and that's so I've been smart, trying to do that. That's definitely a smart move. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the – I thought Fargo was going to be the show that I enjoyed the most so far this season, and maybe it still is, but I'm still – I'm binging Jessica Jones. But let's start with Jessica Jones, and uh, I guess we've got to compare how far into it are. Hey, did you finish, or how far have you gotten? Uh, did I finish? Did you ask me Jessica if I Jones, finished? Yeah. yeah, my friends, they took a bet last weekend when it came out because, you know, I saw Hungry twice, and my plan was to binge watch Jessica Jones and The Man in High Castle. I finished Jessica, but I'm halfway through The Man in High Castle. Okay, so you did finish one. All right, so I am about eight episodes. I guess I'm getting old. I can't binge watch like I used to. But I'm eight I episodes know, and you got in, stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I got stuff, yeah. So I'm eight episodes in. That was with, like, last night I was grinding through them until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I finally got into the binge because I watched, like, three or four, and I wasn't, like, binging it, really. It was kind of like I watched, like, two one day and one the next. But then yesterday and Friday, I think I got through, like, five. So I was pushing. What have you thought, and let's not spoil it, but let's talk in generalities, I guess, and uh, don't go past eight. Don't go to the ending. But let's talk in generalities for the people who may be at different points. But, you know, so what have you thought of this theory so far? I think it's a very – well, as a whole, I think it was a very strong um, outing. I actually loved it a lot more than I loved Daredevil, which is saying a lot, because I thought that was really well done. Um, Like just the character building and the world building were were perfect. And David Tennant was the perfect person to get for this. Kind of like, um, I feel for him how I feel about Harrison Wells' character for on The Flash, where they're so evil, but they do that it so well. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or they're so good at being really... evil that you, that's how I feel about Loki or, uh, what's his name, Tom Hiddleston. I never can say his yeah. name. I never have to say his name in real Hiddleston. life. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hiddleston, yeah. there it is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're so good at being bad, like a roof. And then with uh, Tenet. Like, he's a, this is not spoiling people because you should have seen the trailer, he's a rapist. And you're like, I'm like, why do I, why am I laughing at his jokes? Why am I sympathizing? Which is part of the show. It's pretty good. They didn't make him, like, his one-note character. And that's the best part. And I, I, just for me, the, it's one of my favorite comic books. It, when I first read it, maybe five, six, seven years ago, which is, I think it mm-hmm. came out like in 2000, early 2000s. It, it showed me like what comic books could do. I still thought mm-hmm. comic books were just superheroes. And then I found mm-hmm. that uh, alias and I was like, wow. And I think the first words in the damn book are like, fuck you or fuck it or something like that in the comic book. I and that. so yeah. I like tone, even there was some stuff that was different from the comics. It's more like they took her world and sensibilities and, and, and then, did their own thing. Yeah, well, I didn't read the comic books, and um, I know a couple of the places had them for, like, uh, either half price or the, even the first comic was free, but I wanted to walk into the show without knowing anything. Like, I just wanted to let this world be built up for me and just jump right in. And I may go back and read the comics now because I really enjoyed the characters. Like, her her best friend, uh, Trish, like, she was awesome. I was really yeah, was interested awesome. in her backstory. Yeah. And I, I, I think they said she becomes, uh, she's what, Hellcat? I, I mean, not not in this, she, but I'm talking about like in the comics or something. Like I don't she, even know who she, she is because in the comics, her best friend is Carol Devil, Devers, who is Miss Marvel. 
So they totally changed it. I don't know if this Trish person becomes Hellcat or what, but they changed it. And that was some of what missed it. But this is like one of the adaptations that I compared to the previous work the fewest just because, um, I don't know if it's so long because I read it, but it kind of stood on its own and you didn't feel like the changes were just changes for no reason. They really did create this world that she lives in and they created all of her sensibilities. So you don't really mind it as much as you would with some other things. So, but yeah, I I enjoyed Trish. And what about, and from you, from a woman's perspective, obviously I'm not a woman, um, but (laughs) I do, uh, I am sympathetic towards women being portrayed, especially in lead roles with some uh, versatility, with, with like more functionality than just she's a bitch or she's, the good girl. I think this story, Jessica is not likable sometimes. And for there to be a protagonist where there's a woman that's not likable at times, I think is a good thing. It's a very good thing. Um, like she, she's just uh, a character. She's a basic human being. She's just like you or me. She could she could be a man or a woman at that point in time. It's just more so about her character. And she's got great personality. And they built that in. So it's not really anything to do with her being a female. I was talking to Brad about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago where um, people were worried about Supergirl and, um, you know, how people would be you know concerned about her getting hurt because she was a girl and, you know, they, they had to kind of soft pedal things a little bit or that's what people were thinking. But she went in, she's Supergirl. She can take care of things. And um, I was more so worried about Barry a few weeks ago when some things was happening to him. Like, just like just go in and, and know that they, they can take care of themselves like, and that they have issues and they, she doesn't have to be likable. She can be a bitch and without it being a problem. It, it just, they, they, I just loved it. It was just really good. And who, who was that other chick's name? Her lawyer. That character is awesome also. Um, Trinity from The Matrix. Oh, oh gosh, I didn't even realize that was her. The lesbian lawyer. Yeah. That was the easiest way to describe it, people. I'm not. <laughs> but uh, I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty. That story, like, you recognize everybody. But that story, that's yeah. like a superpower. I thought I was good at it. But you, um, I see that story, and I didn't see it wrap up. That story just seemed like filler to me, and I, I just couldn't get with it, really, other than her mistress was really, really hot. Like, other than that, <laughs> I couldn't go along with the storyline, like, it just seemed to drag, and I'm just like, what's going on? Well, I, I will say this without spoiling everything. Like, every everything has its point, and everything is connected. Um, and, like, there are no there are no filler characters. And, yeah. like, she's, she's not just like a generic lesbian lawyer character. Like, there's a reason for all things. Well, and she becomes be, very I mean, interesting. It can't be that. I mean, maybe I'll be wrong when I say it. <laughs> but I'm eight in. I'm putting eight hours into it, and she's been a significant part of it, but it is not. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been horrible, but I'm just like, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, this yeah. seems like a, just a, okay, you know, we just need this lawyer around, but we'll see how it ends. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. what, uh, what did you think of Luke Cage? Was that your first exposure to Luke Cage? Yeah, that was my first uh, exposure to Luke Cage. The superhero. Except I don't for, know. You, you watched know. The Good Wife, right? Oh yeah, I watched the um, the Good Wife. So I remember was it Lamont Bishop? Yeah, Lamont Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I recognize that as an actor, and I remember when he got casted for this. So I was really looking forward to seeing, you know, what part he would play because I already knew the actress. Um, I have loved Kristen since um, wow, since Breaking Bad. Yeah, me too. That's what, that's that. what I, is she related to John Ritter? Actually, or is that just my imagination? No, His daughter? She, yeah, she's not, yeah, no, she's not related to John Ritter. Actually, oh, I remember her from Gilmore Girls. Cool. She was in Gilmore Girls as a guest star. Was but, she yeah. in the B in Apartment 3 or whatever, or yeah. whatever that show was? She, she, okay. She, she was the B, and she was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, in this role. Uh, and then was for me, the looking baby. at the comics <laughs> and looking at, I uh, guess, what Jessica could be, I feel like it was good uh-huh. casting because she catches, like, I guess – that this this story in the, in the end is about a damaged woman who mm-hmm. has obviously been affected by it, but she's trying to make the best of life and she's trying to overcome it. And I think that's what makes right. the show compelling. Exactly. 
Like, with, even without her powers, like, it, it's a very basic story. Yeah, and you wouldn't even necessarily, without the powers, it would be a really good, of course, I guess you could do a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the things that they do with uh, yeah. Kilgrave, like, sending people to her. Like, that, that right. one, and some of the things they do were kind of like, you couldn't predict it. Um, <laughs> the, the little girl giving her the message, the uh, African-American girl, but even when yeah. they're, like, uh, hopefully this is uh, number eight, so like skip 30 seconds ahead, people, if you uh, haven't seen number eight or seven. But when they were at the table together and she kind of went to the house and just it's not predictable and it kind of has a couple of twists where you don't know where they're going with things. Yeah, like I didn't see that part coming at all, like when she would go there. And I, I kind of, like the thing with the cop boyfriend, See, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go too far. Don't go too far. Yeah. I've only got like to the when, point where even, she's at, you know, they're all dating or yeah. she's dating, he's dating Trish or whatever. Well, yeah, but, like, even even Matt, like, even when he showed up to the door, like, even through the door, I was like, oh, they have interesting chemistry. I wonder where that's going to go. And then, you know, he got in there and the things happened that happened. I said, oh, I called that wrong. They can't date. But then I was right. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen either. I thought <laughs> that maybe he really was. Either he was just going to make it up to her or he was going to, um, like, oh, no, actually no, no, kind no. of kill her after once, a while. Yeah. Once he, once he started coming around and then visiting her, I was like, oh, yeah, they're hooking up. And I, and I did Yeah, it. you could kind of see the chemistry. Well, at I the, at the table, kind of I guess they held hands. She went away yeah. from the gun yeah. and they kind of held hands. Yeah. And that was yeah. kind of sad. But, but also, uh, there was another scene. I think there was another scene. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, when they captured him, like, in the middle episodes, they captured yeah. Kilgrave. They didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't. They didn't get to take it to the facility. So the whole show was built around taking him to this facility, and it got thwarted. Right. And a lot of shows, which uh, could lead into Empire to some degree, but a lot of shows, when the hero, when they want the hero to do something, the hero does something. There's not a lot of opposition to it. Which right, but there had to be for there that. There is a lot we of have, we have thirteen. Yeah, and but we have thirteen episodes, and they have to get. They have to pace it out just the right way so that it's not taking too long for them to make things work, but it's not easy for her at all. So I understood that. And it kind of helped that um, I binged it. So I think I was, I think I was, I had the eight episodes mark when I decided to stop because I started Mm -hmm. Saturday morning and I had some other things I did in between, but I I hit the eight episode mark. I watched that one and then I had four more episodes to go and I was like, "Hmm, I'm kind of tired. And I kind of don't want to, you know how you feel when something's about to end, but you don't want it to end yet? So I said, I'm yeah. going to just say this for tomorrow morning <laughs> and then see where it goes. Yeah. Let's, I think uh, such a good job with that. the Empire. I think I'm, I'm only one behind. I call, I almost caught up uh, today. Uh, mm-hmm. what, I think that they've improved the show a lot. They found a new yeah. traction when they put the two companies against each other, which my concern was yeah. they're going to be – they were going to run out of storyline, but I think with permanently, well, permanently, but for somewhat permanently, putting Lion Dynasty against whatever Cookie and, and uh, Hakeem's group is called, um, putting mm-hmm. them against each other works as like a new, I guess shows like this, when you have a like kind of an ensemble cast, you have to reshuffle the deck and then play from that deck. And mm-hmm. they finally kind of found a spot where they wanted to be, and that's where they are, and I think it's improved because of that. I wish you had seen the new episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. so much, as has happened every week, so many things happen on this show. And I'm with you. They reshuffled things and made some things, like, really work for themselves. Um, I'm still confused about the whole Boo Boo Kitty and um, and Hakeem thing. Like, why, why yeah, well, is she, she uh, I thought the last episode, she kidnapped him. Or I guess she was kidnapping the new, the virginal girl. Um, <laughs> Virgin Mary. Oh, she did? She was driving the car when I, uh, that was the last episode I saw where she was driving the car, and I don't know the girl's name, but I'm going to call her Virgin Mary. And she's <laughs> driving the car with Boo Boo Kitty. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's I feel I've like they don't have anything around. to do with Boo Boo Kitty, Annika, or Anka, yeah. whatever her name is. Um, yeah. So they just turned her into a psycho bitch. Yeah, I don't know what like, happened in the last episode. Part. You can spoil it a little bit if you want because it's just so popular that I like it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't, don't know. like the fact that they. Yeah, I don't like the fact that they're keeping her around and giving her absolutely nothing to do besides 
being going close in fatal attraction. Like, if you're going to do that, like, don't do that with Hakeem. Like, why don't you do that with the, um, the older brother? Like, that yeah, would be or, the perfect per- brother to pull that on. Or just Lucius. Like, Hakeem is just, I mean... Yeah, or even Lucius. Because Lucius, he's not really doing anything except for chasing after um, Cookie. <laughs> yes, and I, being oppositional I, yeah, that character kids. they lost her because that was she was one of the uh, the casualties of them going through a season worth of storylines in like four yeah. episodes, the last two episodes of season one, and yeah. probably episode two, one, two, and three of this season. And so by yeah. making her go with Hakeem, and then mm-hmm. Lucius is like, I don't care. <laughs> so what do you right. do with the character? After? after that, right. and they don't let her get in there with Cookie and Hakeem and their group, so what is it that she even does? So that, that part right. is definitely a weak part of the show. And and I understood Cookie not trusting her, but after she kind of proved herself a bunch of times, I thought Cookie would kind of relent and let her come work for them, and I thought that would have made sense, because the woman is good at what she does. Like, she had all kinds of artists for Lucius last season. And like like we said, like they just have her running around doing nothing and being all in love with Hakeem. And again, why well, why are all these women in love with Hakeem? I mean, he's a cute young boy. He's a cute young dude. He's adorable. But no. And um, like she went to him recently. I'm not sure if this is the episode you've seen already or if this is the one last because they kind of all blend together for me. Um, but she went to him recently after talking to um, what's her name, the pregnant one. Yeah. Because. Uh... Like, the oldest, the oldest son's, uh, the white girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jerry's <laughs> the white girl. Right. Jerry's like the fastest. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah. So she went to her recently, and um, she was just kind of feeling around and talking to her about different things. And um, she was telling um, her if she's in love with somebody, just go after him. Like, get your man. Go do what you got to do. Of course, she didn't know the girl was talking about Hakeem, so she shows up at Hakeem's place, and she kind of throws herself at him. And she's like, well, I know you love me. I love you, too, and all this stuff. And is she pregnant? Yeah, she's, that's, that's supposed to be her dilemma that she's pregnant. <sighs> oh, my God. Like, I just I don't understand. And this this part of the story makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, at first, I just want them to stick to the music. I know they're supposed to be dynasty, but I want them to stick to the music and the feuding and all the outside forces things that always happen to them. Like, stick to that. But the, the, I don't like that one storyline. I just don't. Yeah, that's definitely a weakness of the show. What? Yeah, no, I, I I like Cookie's new boyfriend, even though he he's bad, <laughs> and it might have something to do with the fact they were in that one movie together. I can yeah, do that. Good chemistry, even though you know he's a kind of a sleeper cell against them. And I like how they're like letting that play out a little bit instead of what they have typically done. Is it would have been yeah. one episode, two at best. But I think it's, it's yeah. almost been the whole season that they've had that storyline no. where he's kidnapped and. They were getting shook down. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But he showed up maybe – it hasn't been the entire season. Yeah. I just, and then so they hooked up. They've been more patient, and that was my main knock. Yeah. They weren't patient. They weren't letting things go. Yeah. Even in a soap opera, you have to let it simmer. You have to let things boil. You can't just go, yeah, you know, quick lightning round through all the storylines. Yeah. Like, don't don't be scandal like that. Don't do that. Yeah, I heard scandals kind of like that. I've yeah. never watched it. I've watched awesome it. never ever done it. You said it's awful or? No, it was awesome this season. Um, the oh, first good. season is, you know, it's just a pilot season introducing all the characters and everything. Second season is fantastic. Third season was not that good. And is this the fourth season? I don't know. It's good. It's awesome. Whatever last season was, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> all right. This uh, are we good on Empire? We covered everything. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm not in love with it anymore. Oh, so you missed the thing that happened this week with Jamal, and you know Alicia Keys is there. Yeah, so I knew she and was going to be on there. That should have yeah. motivated me oh, to what? watch it sooner. But I was saying I was telling you to catch up so we could talk about it. But um, okay, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. People, you go watch it, and we'll talk about it next time we talk. All right, so I'm the, probably going to watch when I get home now that you kind of hyped it up. <laughs> And I but guess my favorite show, been... even though Jessica uh-huh. is making a play for that, has been Fargo. Did you watch the first season? Yes, I did. Okay. Do you think – Which a lot of people are debating which season. Which season do you prefer? I prefer this season. 
I, I really enjoyed Lassie's very much. Colin Hanks is one of my favorite actors, and I liked the character of Molly. Like, she was very interesting. And um, was it Billy Bob? It was an awesome villain. Yeah, Billy Bob was Malvo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's something about these characters and this particular story, like with the um, the warring gangster families and then the crazy yeah. butcher and his silly wife and, like, Molly's family. <laughs> Like, like you have all these different things, and these really great actors. Ted Danson, everybody's just been, everybody's just been really fantastic this season. And the one episode, are you all caught up? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, the one episode, um, it was like Precinct, Precinct 13, Assault on Precinct 13, where the young guy, he got arrested for trying to kill the butcher and his family. Yes, came. yes. That was so good. And the guy who plays um, Carl Weathers, I love that name. That is awesome. You know, from Rocky. Rocky. you know it's from Rocky, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, it's I love cool. That. It's so cool. Every time they, they say his name, that. I think of, yeah, like every time they say that name, I think of um, Apollo Priest. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a ridiculous but, character. Anyway, it's funny, yeah. too, that, they, that this awesome. Carl Weathers has, yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. I never watched The Office, or I guess it was Parks and Rec. But it almost made me Parks want to because yeah. that one episode where he was so good, oh, the jail yeah. episode, he was amazing. Yeah. And it was just funny, yeah. too. And, but yeah. go ahead. Finish your point. Yeah. Now, I was just going to say, Ron Swanson is one of the best things about Parks and Rec. You have to go watch it. If you watch it, though, the first season is not something you can really, you know, judge the show by. So then through that and then go watch season two. Awesome. But um, out, this show has just been just so good. Every week, every every week when you think you've seen a really great episode, the next episode is even better. And I think I put a post up um, saying after this one episode we were talking about, like that was the best hour of television that I've seen all fall. Like it was that good. That was a really yeah. I remember you person. That was a really strong episode. I think. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There have only been two that I thought that weren't that great, but the other ones I thought were all top top notch. And then you have the guy who plays Mike Milligan, who has just been <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Just for me, it's Both been a revelation. Yeah. 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 And he, except for the fact that he looks a little bit like Dave Chappelle, which throws me off. But I'm like, there's Dave Chappelle. I'm about to tell somebody. Like, I don't always I remember him from um, Lyric, Jason's Lyric. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't have to go back brother. and look. It's been so long. Yeah. He plays yeah. the brother? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had to go back the, and look. I brother. definitely didn't recognize him from way back then. That's the one with Janet yeah. Jackson, right? Okay. Yeah, so... No, no, he, no. <laughs> that is not the one with Jada Jackson. That is not the one with Jada Jackson. That is the one with Jada Pinkett Smith and... Um, what's his name? What's the cute, like, thin guy? Jason oh, um, Rick. Not Mike. Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. That's Alan not the one with Janet. <gasps> no, that's not the one with Janet. It's Alan Payne Jada Pinkett. Oh, Don't do that was with... Uh, Janet had one with Tupac, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was something like, I mean, it was similar enough. No, she did. I can't remember <laughs> probably the movie. Totally uh, Poetic Justice. Po- Poetic Justice. They're probably totally different. different movie, though. Yeah, Poetic Justice. There you go, so Jason Lyric, Poetic Justice. See, I got confused. Oh, my God. You did. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's just awesome, and I read some articles about them not casting. Like, that's not, like, whenever I watch shows like Fargo, I'm all in the back mm-hmm. of my mind, or either I think it, I'm like, where are the black people? But not that there wouldn't be a lot of black people in Fargo, but you still want to see good representation <laughs> in these kind of shows. And and one of the reasons why I didn't watch them a lot when I was younger, I was like, how come there are never any black people in these shows? And so this guy who comes from out of town, who they are casting against type, could easily be like some white guy that's just mm-hmm. generic, or he's getting all the good lines, whereas this one is not, a, I mean, he's playing a gangster, but he's cultured, he's versatile, he has aspirations, and it wouldn't matter what, just like you were saying with Jessica, it wouldn't matter what co- what color Mike Milligan is. It's just mm-hmm. the character is good. Fantastic acting. But he gives these long experience speeches, and then he kills people, and it's awesome. Yeah. And that <laughs> the one Jabberwocky the family... Thing. Oh my god, that was such a great line. Which one is that? With the Jabberwocky. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm talking about the my... crazy chick from the family. Oh my god, I'm so mad at her. Oh, Simone. Like, you let this guy. Yes, Simone. Yes. And I, I kind of wish that the uncle hadn't did what he did 
Like, let her go. Let her go away. Let her go survive on her own. Yeah, I was disappointed. With, she I mean, I like the actress. The first episode, she was very, or the first time she was introduced, she was stronger. She led that guy into, she was kind of using her sexuality as a weapon, whereas mm-hmm. she kind of used it as a weapon, but it was more like to spite her dad, even though her dad didn't know it, which once she yeah. ran into Mike, she kind of became this weak, malleable creature, where to me, yeah. I, that was one of the flaws. They never gave the impetus for her to portray her whole family. Like when she finally well, had the argument with Floyd last she didn't episode, want her, or maybe the one. Yeah, she didn't want to hurt the whole family. She just wanted her dog. And they gave many, I know, but that many, was many reasons for her. About it. Like yeah. she was hurting everybody by betraying him. I mean, by doing right. what she was doing, she was hurting everybody. She was giving information. She wasn't just giving information on Dodd. She was giving information on everybody. And even that, she would right. even come to the room after he shot up the house. I'm just like, yeah. really? He didn't care where you were. Like, yeah. What do you think you should do? be done right now. You, you should be yeah. done with him right now. So I was hoping and she I was, like, working. And I knew that was going to go down. Yeah, I was hoping she was working with, like, a double agent alone. or something. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was, was like a good reveal. Yeah, that would have been the perfect reveal. I yeah, like but that's not with, what it um, is. Mike Milligan. Yeah, I like what happened with Mike Milligan and the one twin after, um, like, they sailed again and the dudes came to their room. Like, that was oh, awesome. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. That was an example of not um, knowing what's going to happen next because it definitely seemed like yeah. that was the end or he was going to have to run, but he just shot him. Right. It was like, okay. <laughs> right. And so Ed, Ed and his wife, they're on the run right now and they have dogs. Like, so um, the Gerhards, they were talking it up. Floyd was talking it up like he's involved with the mafia. I said, do you think he's involved with the mafia? Or, like, it's just a chance. Okay, so I have this big elaborate theory. And a lot of people have these theories, but my theory is actually good. Um, okay. Because a lot of people think aliens are going to come down in Fargo and, and take people up and send back Malvo, which well, they did. They did show that UFO in the first episode, and that was a great scene. That diner scene. Yeah, and they, I mean they've alluded to it, but I think that the UFOs are, even though they kind of showed it more, but I think they're symbolic of like an outside force entering the world and taking over. Kind of like Mike is an outside force. The KC Mafia is an outside force, and it's changing the status quo. Mm-hmm. Cancer is an outside force that's uh, going after Molly's mom. That, that yeah. like, those are the outside forces that are coming. I, I think it's very symbolic. I don't think they would go that far. They better not. I'm not yeah. going to watch it. <laughs> but anyway, my theory is, is that Ed is kind of almost Walter Whitish, but more uh, my favorite episode of Batman the Animated Series, or one of them is called The the Man Who Killed the Batman, and it's about this guy mm-hmm. named Sid Squid who accidentally, and I'm air quotes, kills Batman. And so for a while, while Batman's underground trying to figure out things, everyone thinks Sid the Squid kills Batman, and he becomes this heavy hitter in the mob because he accidentally was there and Batman slipped on something. And so I think that uh, the Butcher, who even literally, the Butcher, and I think Ed the Butcher, I looked it up, it's like in real life, there's a guy named Ed the Butcher, Butcher playing mm-hmm. field or something like that. And I think yeah. he's just going to become this guy who, of circumstance, becomes like this formidable person, but it never was supposed, or not even necessarily formidable, but like if he is formidable, he keeps knocking everybody off, that just becomes this thing. And I don't know if he literally becomes the mobster or he just is just become, like he he becomes what God said he was mm-hmm. in, in reputation. I can see Which that. Which God was lying, is what he, I mean. Because when the, yeah, no, but I can see that because when the show starts off, he's so bumbling and um, you know, his wife is not really working against him, but you know, she's looking to do her own thing. And um, definitely like, not a help. Good God. <laughs> she's so not a help. Like, cause it was, I've it was come around on Peggy, help. but Peggy is ridiculous. She is so ridiculous. And I, I came around with her when she sold her car and gave him the money for the, um, the butcher shop. Yeah, that's what got like, it back. Yeah. Yeah, because I, w- I was not feeling at her at all. I thought she was going to um, pin the crime on him. I mean, he's the one taking all the heat from it. She's running. Everybody's been trying to kill him. He didn't kill the dude. Right. (laughs) He didn't do a thing except defend himself at the butcher shop. That was the only thing he he did. Well, that and also shot the body. Yeah. And I hope hope they got rid of that and didn't put it in the meat or anything. 
Oh, that's so yeah. nasty. I think they they showed it, didn't they? I feel like they showed oh, it, like yeah. the meat that was prepared, yeah. like the next day they yeah. were showing, like it was in the thing. So nasty. But yeah, I like oh, God, I like no. when they Ed and Peggy was weird to me, but it definitely yeah. came around and they kept everything so like you were saying with Jessica Jones, they kept everything yeah. so like uh, circular, kind of like they're all together and they're all intertwined, and so yeah. it works. Yeah. Um, I loved, um, the, was it Molly's mom, Betsy? I love seeing how much of a detective she is, too. Like, she could have done that. She could have been that person. She could have been Molly if she weren't yeah. sick. Or I guess if and it, that, that it all that, came that from, age. it didn't just come from, what's what's the dad's name? Lou. 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 Lou Salverson. Yeah. Lou. It yeah. didn't just come from Lou. It came from Betsy, too. So I think that was a, yeah. I think that was a pretty cool thing, too. I, as I like how they yeah. gave her a personality, and she's not just the girl, the, you know, the chick with cancer. She has like, a exactly. personality, and we saw some of that with, uh, well, we saw that when she was uh, protecting her house with the gun, and we see that yes. just with her being a better detective than her husband probably, and her dad maybe. <laughs> and we we just see a lot of examples of her being a strong woman. Yeah, like she helps a lot, and she, she can stand on her own, definitely. I really love the scene with her and um, Carl Weathers. Like that, that's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> that was a great scene. That was one of the best scenes yeah. of the show. Absolutely. The king of whatever he, uh, whatever city he said. It's just something about yeah. that character. <laughs> and I think yeah. another oh, thing the show does really awesome. well is that they can intertwine mm-hmm. scenes with Carl Weathers like that with the funny scenes yeah. and or with that really sad scene that he had with her, and mm-hmm. it still works. But the next scene could be, uh, Mike Millick, I don't know if they directly preceded each other, but Mike Milliken like shooting somebody or it's just, but yeah. that, and it doesn't lose anything. But I think most shows, if they try, tried to switch tones like that, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. Yeah, it wouldn't work. I agree. It just weaves in so well. I'm so excited. You know they got renewed for season three, so we'll have to yeah, see what that's going to be about And for that. I'm going to kind of miss this cast. See, I don't miss the first season cast as much as I, I, I think it's the characters. The characters are why I love the season so much more than last. Like, there are just so yeah. many different characters that I love this season. Yeah, Lester wasn't likable. Yeah. Malvo was cool, but he was a devil. And, and, and right. they had kind of the, uh, the auxiliary characters with the supermarket king. Like, they just were, yeah. they weren't people that you could grab onto. But even now, like, you grab onto yeah. Ed and Peggy and Bear and Dodd. Like, I, I think Bear and Dodd are dumb. But they both oh are interesting characters. They're both so stupid. I love Bear, though. Bear is so awesome. Everybody seems to like Bear. I don't understand why. He just killed Simone. What do you love Bear for? uh, Look, look, Simone was the um, Fredo of the family. She had to go. I'm sorry. I mean, I I know I just said that I kind of wanted her to, yeah, I wanted her to kind of go away somewhere and be okay, but she betrayed the family, and that's the one thing I know, but Dodd is, I mean, I guess it's a flat-out betrayal. God is like lying oh. and making it into a war that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Oh, I'm But he's probably going to get his, too. Yeah, I want God to get his. Actually, I, I want the butcher to give her to him. Like, let, he deserves that. Like, when he tried to go at his brother talking about you want the belt of the buckle, I was like, for real? Really? And then Bear took it because he wanted to make sure that they showed, you know, he didn't mess with his, his authority or whatever. But I think Bear can take over and leave it at that. Or actually, let Floyd take over. She's awesome. Well, they got that theory that Bear is the like the mob boss that's eating in season one, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. I think he eats the same way, and is a bearded man, and yeah. so there are there's some speculation that he lied, but I'm not the Bear fan that everybody else is. Maybe I'm yeah. uh, partial to Michael Weston because for not because of um oh, because yeah. of Burn Notice, you know, such a different character. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about Jean Smart. I mean, she has been great. I think she's borderline oh, yeah. or maybe not even borderline, but Emmy nomination and maybe even winning. She's just been great. Like that scene when she was making the deal for the family, awesome. Yeah, that's the one they need to send in. <laughs> that's the one yeah. they need to send in and say, this is her nomination reel for the Emmys. Right, right. Or that talk she was having with Simone because she suspected something was up. Yeah, she kind of did. She definitely did. Yeah. And I don't. the only thing I don't – well, I guess – they're just a mess, and I think the show is showing that because they talk about, mm-hmm. and then uh, Noah Hawley talks about it too, of a family vis- business versus corporate business and how, you know, corporations take over mom-and-pop operations. And and uh, Bu- Joe Bulow talks about it as a meeting 
with Floyd where he's like, if one of my employees screws up, I shoot him. He didn't literally say that. He said I'm worse. But if one of right. your employees screws up like your son, what are you going to do? And I think they show how everybody has their own agendas, and you can't really reel them in because it's your kid. It's your, it's your niece, even though he killed a niece. But in general, they, they can't do that. So what about some other shows? What shows uh, – it's up to you because I think you obviously watch more, but what shows do you want to talk about that we haven't talked about or – Shows I haven't talked about it at all, or shows that we have talked about you want to touch back based on? Well, first I want to talk about, um, like I said, Fargo. Like, I have two different categories, um, like really, really awesome shows that are really critically acclaimed, and, like, you should watch it, and it just kind of makes you awesome to watch it. Um, and then I have my popcorn shows. So Fargo and The Leftovers are my two favorite shows this fall. It's the two shows that I've kept up with no matter what, and they've been just, like, consecutively, like, just good. I can count on them to be, you know, really well-written and the acting just to be on a point. Um, and so we are talking about Fargo. The Leftovers this season has just been awesome. I know last season some people got turned off because of how dark the show was and depressing, and not just the nature of the show. Um, but this season, it, it was a little bit lighter, and the story had just been so good. And Justin Theroux, um, he's the lead actor on it. Um, not just him, but everybody else, the entire cast has been really great. Um, they kind of transplanted the story from the town where it was taking place into a different town, and the, the town itself had its own backstory to go along with it and some things that were happening there. And, like, everything just made sense, and it wove together really well. Um, like, I, I just, I've been I've been enjoying it so much. And if you haven't seen it yet, I'm telling you to catch up. If you didn't see season one, um, don't worry about it. Just go ahead and go get into season two. Um, this past episode that came on, it really reminded me of Lost a lot. And I don't want to really get into it too much to spoil it. It's just that something, it was some really weird things happening. And it's like an alter, alternate reality or parallel reality. I don't want to spoil it, though. It was just, it's really good. Go watch it. We'll talk about it, but the acting has been on point, the writing has been on point, and just the pacing and everything. So people who were worried, worried that it was really bleak and depressing all last season, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, they kind of lightened the mood a little bit and just made the storytelling itself really interesting. So I'm really hoping that they get um, approved for or greenlit for season three because this season's just been really good. Yeah, the ratings, I know the been, ratings, not the ratings, but the, right. the critics have uh, it's been really critically acclaimed, and then on all my pages yeah. that I see, that people yeah. have really enjoyed it. So I'm assuming they would, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I hope so. Because you, you know how sometimes it is with the ratings, where oh, the ratings for this isn't really the best, the best. But HBO is different from like the network, so I'm really hoping that it's acclaimed enough and that it has enough ratings that they can greenlight it for the third season. And honestly, I think that um, Justin and a couple other people should get some nominations um, um award season. What about, uh, we talked a lot about Minority Report, um, if you were done with us. So we talked a lot about that. I gave up yes. uh, about four or yes. five in. You seem like you yeah. were a little disappointed with it, but it sounds like you are back on the bandwagon with Minority Report. So maybe that was another show. Uh, <laughs> but I think yeah, it's Minority No, Minority Report. Report. Minority Report, um, of all the new shows that I've been on, Minority Report is the only one that I'm still consistently watching. Like the other ones, I check back in with it, but Minority Report, I've been watching every week, and I watch it live, and I tweet live just to show support for it. Um, thing with the Minority Report, and I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and he was saying how he had stopped watching around the fourth or fifth episode because it just felt so procedural and there was no overall arc. And they, they did it. Like, it was around the fourth of this episode where everything finally started to come together. Like, the, the storytelling was interesting. You found out who these characters really were, and they had that overarching storyline that was going to take you through the entire season that made the whole story actually really, really interesting. And, like, I, I would tell anybody who stopped watching to, to go back and try it again, even if you skip the first maybe three episodes and just, you know, start start back in from there because you already know what the show is and, like, those episodes weren't really important. And I really, really wish whoever made the show had gone and looked at everything first and said, oh, okay, well, these aren't really our strongest episodes. Let's kind of swap things around here because we know they do that sometimes where the seventh episode was really the third episode. Um, 
it just got so good, and I, I wish it had gotten good earlier. And I'm kind of resigning myself to the fact that it's not going to come back. And I'm going to look at it like um, a many. You know, we've gotten a couple of those um, this year where it's been limited series events. So this is going to be my limited series event. Unless they surprise me, shock me, and renew it, um, that would be awesome. And they could do that because this fall has been um, the lowest rated season for all of the um, – the networks, like nothing has been outstanding. And that's mostly because people watch on their own time. They DVR, they watch um, Hulu, or they buy the episodes. Um, people have cut cable, so it matters. I think I saw somewhere where I think Fox is going to stop paying attention to Nielsen ratings. Like, did you see well, that? Which kind of makes sense in this, this era. There's so many other ways yeah. you can get revenue, too, through online. You can sell the ads for the when you uh, people watch it online, or like you said, Hulu and Netflix purchased the rights to it. There are a lot of alternative mm-hmm. means. Like right. Gotham is not a highly rated show, but it seems like it has a really high profile and like a high following. And I saw Netflix yeah. had it, and they're they're promoting it. Like as soon as you come on Netflix, you see Gotham. So it's interesting how things have changed and the way that Fox would be even ignoring them. It, it's interesting the way we view it and consume it. It's finally kind of has a reaction from the networks. They're actually planning differently from right, that. And that's what they need to do. Like, they need to continue to take um, a note from the cables where they have 13-episode seasons. Like, because people are responding to it. Like, we are enjoying it. You can tell, like, a, a better, tighter story instead of giving us a 22-episode season where we have so many filler episodes or things go on hiatus, and you're like, Wait, what happened again? I don't, I don't remember because the show's been gone for three months. Like, what? So, like, if they continue to take a note out of um, the cablers and, you know, pages and just continue telling, like, really good stories, even if they're shorter stories, like, people will respond to that and, like, give things a chance. And that's the other thing I'm very proud of the networks this season. Only one show got officially canceled, um, Wicked City, which I, I, I told you I started watching the first episode <laughs> and I stopped. I, stopped. I turned it off in the middle of the first episode. And that's I've heard it was pretty bad. It was not good. Did your, and screen, I loved your the, stream queens didn't get canceled? Uh, dude, nothing got canceled. Everything either got, um, got you know, short, shorter the orders got shorter. Order. Right, right. Or, um, you know, it's, it's just not going to get renewed. And I don't think stream queens is going to get renewed. And don't call it my, because I watched maybe <laughs> the first three episodes and I haven't seen no, it. No, I don't want to hear it. You were promoting. Um, you were so excited about it ahead of time. I was. But I told you I watched that first episode and I was, I was just pissed. And I think yeah, you were like, I don't know if I, I was, watch. I, I think I was, I wanted it to be more like American Horror Story, and it, I forgot that it was supposed to be a horror comedy. It, it was too much like Glee, and so I was like, I'm not watching this. But American Horror Story, that's been great this season. Um, the other new shows, um, Grandfathered, I'm still really enjoying that. It's still adorable and funny as hell. It conflicts with the Flash, so I forget to DVR it sometimes and have to wait the next day or when I think about it to catch up. I, I can't really get into the grinder. Did you Did you try it yet? Uh, no, I did. I don't think I ever did. Yeah. Is that the one with Michael J. Fox? And, not Michael. Oh, my gosh. I'm crossing the oh child God, here. Oh, my God, no. Fred Savage no. and uh, Fred Rob Savage Lowe. Fred Savage and Rob Lowe. Yes. Yeah, I'm crossing yes. my childhood here. Yes. It's like peaceful. Actually, I caught, I caught, um, I don't know if it was a Thanksgiving episode, but I caught that episode this week, and I loved it. I think it was more focused on Timothy Oliphant from, um. Just uh, Yes. Yes, 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 yes. He was in the episode, so I had to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, that could do it. I'd probably watch it if he was on there. Love Raylan Givens. Uh, we didn't uh, – one of my shows I'm still watching every time is The Muppets, and I've really enjoyed The Muppets, but I see yeah. that there's some blowback to The Muppets. Have you been watching it? See, for me, because it comes on the same time as Grandfather and The Flash. Like, for me, Tuesday nights, live tweeting The Flash, and nothing else matters. Um, for me, That's I never – because oh, uh, Fresh Out the Boat comes on, too. So for me, though, oh, like, there's a lot yeah. that I want to watch. I've got, like, six of Flash in the hopper. I like to watch it with my yeah. kids. They haven't been around that much lately. Yeah. So, yeah, we're yeah. a little behind. But, yeah, it's a tough night. Tuesday's tough. Yes, but Fresh Out the Boat has been awesome this season. Like, the Thanksgiving episode, that was perfect. Yeah, um, just, I'm hoping they stick <laughs> with it and don't cancel it. I don't know what the ratings are. But it's just a really yeah. good show. And I feel like it's a show yeah. that needs to be on. Blackish is a show that needs to be on. But we've had a lot of black yeah. families on, on television. And, of course, I want them to keep coming. But we don't have a lot. Exactly. I think they, they were talking about the, uh, the the female girl show. Between her mm-hmm. and Fresh Out of the Boat, 
though that was the gap in between Margaret show. That was the gap between mm-hmm. Asian leads in a show. So I'm just like, oh, I guess on a network show because you have the Netflix yeah. thing with that guy who the show I'm not watching. But but yeah, you you don't. It's <laughs> and the one you like. What's the what's the name of the show you like with the the Indian girl? Well, she might not be Indian. I hope I'm not slandering her. That comes on Hulu. <laughs> the Mindy Project. Oh yeah, the Mindy. She's yeah, she's Indian. Oh, I love that show, The Mindy Project, and um, Master of None on Netflix. If you haven't seen yeah, that, yet, one, go yeah, watch that. that. Yes, that I need to awesome. try to watch. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna try to watch them, but well, whenever. But yeah, though, and I guess it gets confusing too. My brother posted a, a post on there, and it was talking about it was kind of like the year of the Asian television show. And I'm just like, yeah. are we just like literally including all of Asia in this? <laughs> like usually when people say Asian, they mean it's like the PC way to not say Oriental or you know yeah. or just call everyone Chinese. You know, I feel oh, like Lord. The, so. But but like <laughs> Russia's part of Asia. Like it's getting really confused. They need to find a word. <laughs> they need to find something that encapsulates like people whose skin is not white. And well, they're in the PLC? continent of Asia. People of color. I know, but it's like, they're, but I don't they're think. Pe- they're people of color, too. Yeah, they people are, but like Asians that are like not from India, I don't think they like the person of color thing. Well, they Asians. And they don't have that much of, they don't have that much color. <laughs> they don't have that much color. Or like, they have, they have enough tints well, to have color. I guess it depends on which one. Yeah. But, yeah, that article, I'm like, Asian? Like, what are they talking about? Like, we could put a Russian person and say they're Asian. But anyway, <laughs> I guess I knew what they meant. So oh, the Muppets. <laughs> have you watched? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, 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 I never know watched, how off-color to be. Oh, go I've ahead. watched, but I haven't kept up with it. Like, that's the same okay. with a bunch of other shows. I've watched, and I've been interested in it, but there's so many other things that I already watched, that I already love, yeah. that I haven't had time to keep up with that or catch up with it. So. Yeah, I never. We'll uh, before we do that, I never know how off color to be with us because in my TV uh, side of things, I'm not as uh, uh, um, as off color as I am like in the sports group. So I don't want to like shock people. I'm saying like, whoa, what's he doing? But um, <laughs> but yeah, with the Muppets, evidently they they fired the showrunner. They're gonna have a new showrunner, and they're gonna revamp it. And for me, there's nothing wrong with it. It's very smart. It's very witty. It's current without going over the edge. But I think yeah. That people, I think people had a problem with it being too adult. Like, I don't have that yeah. problem. But people had a problem with it being too adult, and they wanted to watch it with their kids. And for me, I thought what they were doing was the, the jokes are at two levels. So it, for the kids, they get they get a joke, but they don't get the actual racy, racy, racy joke that they meant to exactly, say. Exactly, exactly. So that's like, for me, I go back and watch stuff I used to watch a long time ago, and I'm like, my mouth will be on the floor, and I'm like, wait a minute, they said that way back when? I missed that. Yeah, yeah, you don't realize that even like yeah, something like Bugs Bunny, like if you look at it, it has all these little things that you didn't realize when you that. were a kid. Yeah, like so. Yeah, I don't Bugs know. Bunny even the last everything. episode I saw was a little too much. It had uh, Chelsea Handler and Chelsea Handler. Yeah. I forget the guy's name. She was like going too fast in the relationship with one of the Muppets. She was like all over him. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that one might have been too much, but the rest of them were pretty. Uh, <laughs> They're pretty tame, and it went over my kids' heads when they watched it. So I think people just want to have, like, their Muppets. They want to have the exact same ones of their childhood, and they don't want something like that to evolve and but get modern. If, if, but if they go back and watch the Muppets from their childhood, who to say that those thing jokes aren't in there? Or it was. They, some of them were. They say. definitely were. Yeah. And people were getting mad about violence. I'm like, Miss Piggy is always – that was the biggest complaint, I think, that Miss Piggy is not likable – and she's mean. But she's always been a bee. Like, what? That's like, what are you watching? That's her character. Like, exactly. Yeah. She used to beat up Piggy. She used to beat up Hermie, and she was she was verbally abusive. That was always Yeah, so, like, what are we watching? Like, what? And they've actually kind of humanized her a little bit more because, like, in the end, she always kind of does the right thing, even though she's, like, mm-hmm. extremely narcissistic. But towards the end of the episode, she kind of, she doesn't actually grow, but she realizes that she's wrong. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> that's, that's much to So, yeah, I'm a little upset about that. Yeah, I don't know what they're yeah. going to do with it. But uh, anything else we list. got? Yeah, I think, um, that, for, I think I got everything. I think shows? we did a healthy uh, binge through these uh, all these shows. Yeah. Um, I'm still kind of watching Blind Spot. I missed a couple episodes, and I need to go back. And same deal with um, Quantico. 
I'm still really, really enjoying that, even though some people said they don't like how they switch back and forth the time. I think I like the way they make that work. Um, I'm just, my problem is it comes on the same time as The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead, and so I can't really catch up. And now they have this Into the Badlands show, which is actually really awesome if you haven't seen it. So I have to I have to catch up, which is good because all the winter finales are coming on soon, so I'll have time to binge everything before January and Agent Carter comes back in Galavant. Okay. I'm done with all network shows. I'm I'm just ooh, done with Oh, 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 Um, Flesh and Bones. Have you seen it? It's on um No, what's it about? It's on it's on stars. It's about um was it a, Oh the dance LA. one. Yeah, it's kinda like oh, Cinephage if you've seen Cinephage, but like in reality. Like it's gritty and dark and like people are getting all abused or hooked on drugs or they are stripping on the side. It's awesome. It's really dark. And like the, yeah, the lead has this really questionable questionable relationship with um, someone, and I won't spoil it. But she has a really questionable relationship with like somebody from her past. We'll say that. Yeah. Like things are happening. It's crazy. Yeah, I've heard good things about that one, even though it's not getting as much buzz. But I've heard very good things about it. All right, that thank you, and Court. Man this, in High Castle. You got more? You good? <laughs> Yep, just that and Man in High Castle. Like I said, I have my popcorn and I have my really good shows, and I think we talked about some good shows this, this episode. What's the concept of that real quick? Tell me the concept of Man in the High Castle. The Man in High Castle is it's set in um, 1962, and it says instead of the Americans and um, the Allies winning the war, what if the Nazis and um, the Japanese had won the war and um, the Germans are taking over the East Coast and the Japanese have the West Coast and kind of in the middle of this wasteland where the United States doesn't exist anymore. And so you have these freedom fighters who are trying to pull together and there's some issues to whether or not propaganda is going on and if um, the Americans really did win the war and somehow um, like the Japanese and the Germans kind of um, made people think that the war was really lost. So I'm, that's, I'm yeah, it's interesting. But it's and still, that's, uh, is it on? Was, is it like an Amazon original? Yeah, it's an Amazon original, and there was some controversy because um, the whole thing is like they took over everything, and there are swastikas all over the place, and like the American flag has a swastika on it. And so in New York, as part of the PR, they had done this art in one of the subways where one of the benches was. Um, the um the flag and then had the Nazi eagle thing on there and it had uh the poster also that goes along with the show. But I guess people really got offended and um they were like, No, you need to get rid of this, you need to take this down. But I think it, they did the job because people got aware of the show and they were asking questions, What is this? So, and the same thing happened too, I it's, think, it's right exciting. around when all that was happening yeah. too. The terror yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a couple right. weeks, a couple weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's it. That's going on right now. So I'm just really excited for all the other new shows that'll be coming in the mid season, like Lucifer. Like that was actually my favorite pilot that came out. So I can't wait to see what. And it's finally pilot. actually happening. I've been seeing commercials for it. It's like about to actually. I know. Go down. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm gonna be good. People, you gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yes, you are. Cause all right, Corey. Thank you so much. This is fun. No, it's always fun. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.